This is the Morning Spill Sports Podcast. The Morning Spill Sports Podcast. Starring Jacob, accompanied by Trey and Danny. Let's kick your workday off right. All right, guys, welcome back to the Morning Spill. As always, I'm Jacob. And I'm Trey. How you doing, Trey? Not bad. Just cracked open my first beer. Ready. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, we left off with the Las Vegas Raiders, the proud new Vegas team. The Raiders. It just, it's going to take some use to of saying Las Vegas Raiders. It just, I don't know. It, it, It sounds weird. It does. It's it's weird that Vegas has a team at all. Yeah. I mean honestly. I think it's good for I would I I I guess like I don't want to say publicity, but I mean you're in a very populated area for people who are typically there like over weekends and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So I mean, I guess it makes sense because people not only want to gamble there, but I mean, they're going to go to football games now and live it up. That's true. So, because because if you go to Vegas, you'll make it a point to go to a, a a Raiders game. You might as well, you know. Yeah. It just adds on to like all the things that you can do. Out of the hundred billion things you can already do in Vegas, yeah, <laughs> aka just spend your money. <laughs> yeah. Well, they their draft, I think, was very mediocre. Yeah. How did you feel about it? Um, I liked it. Okay. I liked a lot of I liked a lot of picks they got. Like uh, okay. there was certain ones that they needed to fill. So like their biggest needs was cornerback, wide receiver, and it also says QB. But I mean, I guess in a sense because they have a bunch of like QBs that we don't really know are going to pan out or not uh, or or not. Like like I like Derek Carr, but I don't know. He ever since his injury, he just hasn't been the same. Yeah, and then, he definitely um, hasn't. And then I do like the idea of Marcus at the Raiders. I feel like that scheme will kind of fit him a little better. But at the Titans, he did good. Then he didn't do good. Like he's very inconsistent as a quarterback. Um, yeah. Although I do, I do love him. You know. Uh, shout out to the Hawaii boy. Um, so they addressed the needs they needed. So like, first thing they did was grab Henry Ruggs the third, which I thought was out of left field because that's. He was the third ranked, but they legit just grabbed the fastest wide receiver coming out. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of surprised they didn't go with uh, with CD Lamb. Yeah, me too. But I mean, like you said, I mean he his forty speed is ridiculous. Oh yeah, it was a uh, oh god, what was it? It was like a four four two. Four two or like a four like, two seven or something like that, but it's it, it's still a four two. That's so fast. That's like, so. Fast. I, he he literally like can go ten like one second per ten yards, and I would say that point two is like his startup speed. So like, 
it, he's yeah. basically running like a second per 10 yards, which is freaking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I like the first pick, uh, David Arnett out of Ohio State cornerback. Uh, he's very good. He's a very good corner. Uh, I don't know what they had him ranked as, like position wise. Let me check real quick. Got it all right here. You know, the only thing that I really didn't understand is their running back either. Their running back that, that they drafted. That I didn't understand at all. I didn't. I didn't really like that. Okay, so David Arnett was ranked seven amongst cornerbacks. Uh, so I think he does have a very high ceiling. As a corner, I think he's very good press. Uh, I think he'll adapt to. I think all corners can adapt to being a very good uh, cover corner, uh, but he's best in press cover kind of thing, right? Uh, or press press coverage. Um, but I like it. Everything else after that, I think was yeah, I agree. It was pretty mediocre. Um, they grabbed another two wide receivers, uh, safety. Offensive guard, which made sense, and then another corner. Um, but, yeah, not too sure how I feel about the the first two picks. I like everything else. Uh, I'm not really big on. And see, it's funny because I, I think we both agree that the first two picks we really liked and I think were their better picks overall. But their day one draft grade was a C-. minus. So they're, they're, those two picks are considered a C-. minus. I would give that first day and A. <laughs> I would too, because not only are they great players, but you address the two top like needs. Needs. Yeah. So two of your biggest needs. Yeah. So I, I, I don't I did not understand that. But the rest of the days they got a, they got A's. So I I would agree though, I, I think their overall grade was a B. I, I I think their like grade day two should have switched with day one though. Like it should have been an A and like Day two or day three should have been a C minus. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with the overall B. Uh, maybe a high C, if anything. Uh, but that that first day, that, that deserves an A plus. Because that was two very um, high ceiling prospects coming into the league. And they got both of them. So, I give their first day an A plus. Yeah. I agree. So next up is the Los Angeles Chargers. Their biggest needs were a quarterback, offensive line, and linebackers. And they had the number six overall pick. And they ended up going with Justin Herbert with their first pick, which I like. I don't. I I felt like Jordan Love would, would have been a better fit at the Chargers. Plus, he was already doing workouts with like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. See, my, so my thing like, about about Love is that there was something that really just stuck out during the draft, and that was when they were talking about him. They they referred to how he was Patrick Mahomes-esque, but he was – I well, what was the word they used? I, I think it was like he was, he's where Patrick Mahomes has that, like, backyard playground style, but he's good at it and can – yeah. be like on point with it they said that love has a very similar style but he's not as uh in control with it meaning i feel like he's like Jameis winston where he can definitely air the ball out and he can get it where he wants it but it's going to come with a lot of turnovers and i think they even mentioned something about his turnovers 
which they didn't really do with a lot of quarterbacks. So yeah. I, I think they would have been getting the same situation of like having basically a younger Phillip Rivers. So I don't think that that's what they really wanted. So I think that's why they went with Justin Herbert. So yeah. I, I, I liked it overall, if that was their thought process behind it. Like, you know, they didn't want to draft the same style of quarterback. So Yeah, see, I, I think Herbert is a very good ready quarterback. I just think Love has the higher ceiling. Well, maybe that's just, uh, if you think about it, the Chargers, that's all they really need, right? Like, they just need a ready yeah. quarterback because they got pieces prior to the draft to fix the, to fix the line because they thought Brady was going to be coming. So now yeah. they have protection. You already have weapons. You have a stellar running back. So you don't you don't necessarily need uh, to develop a quarterback. You want basically solid already ready. Quarterback. Yeah, but yeah. you get the added benefit of him being a rookie. So now you have him on a rookie contract. So now you can extend your your field a little bit more. Maybe you know at the end of um, uh, Austin Eckler's contract, you could probably bump him up a few extra mil. Because you're still going to yeah. have your quarterback on his rookie contract. So, and then you can still pay like a Keenan Allen to stay around. And, you know, they drafted a couple wide receivers to, uh, I guess, help alleviate from Keenan Allen. So, yeah. I like it. They, I, I, I honestly, I, I'm not a big Chargers fan, but I, I think they did pretty decent with their draft. Yeah, no, because then, then uh, they ended up grabbing Oklahoma linebacker uh, Kenneth Murray, which was a very good pick. I believe they traded to get that pick, uh, but I like it a lot. I think he's 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 a very good uh, linebacker. Yeah, I, I agree. My my brother is actually a big Sooners fan, and so he was talking about how uh, he was just excited that Murray, Hertz, and uh, Lamb all got drafted. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of funny because you hate the Sooners. I do with the fucking fiery passion, <laughs> but that's besides the point. <laughs> um, but yeah, their their overall draft grade wasn't a. Uh, I, I they didn't have a second or third round pick. It looks like because their day two is. I don't think they had. Yeah, they didn't have any uh, second round picks. Yeah, I was about to say. Or uh, uh, second, they didn't have any second and third. I want to say. Well, they for sure didn't have second. Yeah, no, it was. I uh, think it was fourth fourth, round. Yeah, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. They all had picks. They didn't have for the second and third round. But I'll agree with it. I'll give them a. They have overall a. A. I'm gonna give them B. Just because I like, I wish they would have took uh, Jordan Love over, but that's just me being biased. See, and, and I'm actually going to give them an A because the fact that their day three grade, obviously with you know four through seven uh, on the rounds, and being able to maintain an A throughout those three rounds, I think was really good, despite not even having a second day to to draft. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give them the A. I'll, I'll agree with that. That's something cool. Uh, their fifth pick or their sixth pick, uh, Aloy Gilman from Notre Dame. Uh, he's a Hawaii boy. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah, he's from Hawaii. So I like it. That's all. I, yeah, actually, you know what? Yep, yeah, bumping it back up to A. Forgot they drafted a Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so next on the list is the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, that logo is just 
awful, god awful. Um, and they had no first round pick. And with the first pick that they did have was the running back. Which I mean, they have the need. They need to now that they got they they don't have uh, Todd Gurley. They have what's his name? What's that one running back? Uh, Henderson. I, I want to say is Henderson. That, is that his last name? Which they drafted him last year, right? Yeah. So their yeah. their biggest needs going into the draft was an offensive line, edge, and linebacker. And I would say that. I mean, they did address those positions, but they also like they use their plethora of picks to actually kind of goes like I guess scattered out because they drafted a running back, then a wide receiver, a linebacker, a safety, a tight end, another safety, another linebacker, and then a kicker, and then their last pick was a guard. See, it's like they addressed their needs, but I felt like they addressed them a little late. I feel like they did too. You know, it's like sure they got everything they needed. But they got all late round ones, so like it's not even a guarantee these guys are gonna start. Yeah, that that that's what I was thinking because especially with like your first pick, you think you would address something that you need, and then if you don't, and then like if you were just going out on a limb kind of thing, then you know your second pick is definitely going after someone you need. But they didn't even do that. Yeah. Um, was there? They got an A. I don't think they deserve an A. I think they deserve like. A C, just for effort, like a C for addressing your needs, but they didn't address them in the right order. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to go like C plus, maybe a very on the surface B minus, just because of the amount of picks that they were able to get. I mean, someone is bound to shine from it. So true, very true. I'm giving I'm giving them just that benefit of the doubt. Then. We have, which I was, I was so excited for, Miami Dolphins, dude. Miami fifth overall pick. They going into the draft needed to address a quarterback, line uh, alignment, and wide receiver. And with their first pick, who did they choose? Tua. No, you're not gonna say his last name. I I, I didn't want to butcher it. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I I mean, I guess I, I will. Uh, Tua, 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 <laughs> I guess I can't. <laughs> the, yeah, the thing that really, try. really, like, irritated me, though, was the fact that um, whenever they announced him, they were like, and he's from the big island of Oahu. <laughs> when he came... No, when he came to America to play football. Yeah. This is how he was oh. greeted when he came to America. Like, what? what? How, it's like, um, Hawaii is, uh, is the 50th state of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. Let's yeah, get this just, straight right now. I, I just didn't understand how, how ignorant they could be with that. Like, even, even if he was like from Samoa or something... Samoa is technically part of America because it's America Samoa. Yeah. It's like islands that are part of America tech. They're not a state, but they're still 
it's a, I, it's I can't a territory. Remember it's a territory. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's like, like Guam. <laughs> yeah, it still doesn't work for you guys. Like you, yeah. you still sound dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, the big the big island of Oahu Park killed me. I know, dude. When they said that, I was, I was like, like, "What? Wait, what?" <laughs> I can't. Oh, I, I can't. I can't. Sometimes I just really can't. Yeah, um, I just I it blew my mind. But anyways, yeah, they drafted to a fifth overall, which I I think is just a steal. Like I. Yeah. I I man, even even with injuries, you with the quarterback of his like skill and his talent, there's just I I feel like Cincinnati should have grabbed him honestly. Like I, Joe Burrow is the safer bet because of that injury, but even with a, a rookie quarterback or with any anybody in general that you draft, you always take the risk of them not being good. Right, regardless of injury or not, you always take the risk of them not being good or them not being a good fit. Tua, the reason why nobody was drafting him or the reason why they got he got passed up on, especially for teams that needed a, a quarterback, is because they're scared and they're scared of being great because you don't want to take the chance of you drafting a quarterback and he getting hurt. But I mean, you, he, they're already at 50-50 anyways. You might as well swing for the fences because if it pays off, dude, Miami's going to look like freaking Superman by taking that pick. Because Tua is a stud. He's the type of QB you should not pass on. He, his talent is like one of a kind. Like there's very rare quarterbacks that you could just be like, he's going to come into the league and he's going to be fired. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? I, God, I really, I hope that he is able, like, he's he's good. Like, he's healthy. That's the only thing yeah. that I hope. Because, I mean, they they did draft some, some op, like, a, an offensive line somewhat for him, which is good. Like, and, good. and I appreciate that because they want to protect him. But, I mean, he needs to be protected because that, yeah. that type of injury that he sustained, I mean, his career enders. Like that's, and then that's I, usually something you don't come back from. And then I do like that he gets to sit behind Ryan Fitzpatrick for a year. You don't think he's going to start immediately? I think I don't think because uh, what uh, what's what's the coach's name? Uh, uh, Brian man. Flores. Yeah, I think Brian Flores is smart enough to let Tua sit a little, let him you know. Play some preseason games, see how he looks, you know, see if he's comfortable, and then let him learn a little from Fitzpatrick because Fitzpatrick is a really good quarterback. I I I think, and I think he's going to be a great teacher. I think Fitzpatrick is super inconsistent. Oh um, yeah, for sure. But I, when he's like, consistent, he's consistent. Yeah, well, I mean, he proved that that year that he at was Tampa. At, at Tampa, yeah, where when he started for like the first five or six games and he lit it up like what, like three to five touchdowns a game. So fantasy like, gold. Yes, <laughs> but then as soon as Winston came in and you know wasn't doing so hot, and then they decided to put him back in. He fizzled out. So see, I, I think I, I I knew as soon as Jamin Winston was allowed to come back. That something was going to happen with Fitzpatrick. I knew he he can't really play under pressure, but not under pressure against like the teams, but more under pressure against 
crap, am I going to lose this starting job? You know, right? But that and and that's why I, I question whether or not Tua is just going to start because if he has that mentality, he's not going to do good. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think you have a good trade value or like a trade bait being able to package him in somewhere. You know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I I think you say why not and just start him, but yeah. I mean, I also wouldn't disagree with. I guess him like learning for a year. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's best coming from Fitzpatrick, but regardless, he's still you know a, a quarterback in the NFL. So there's still things that he can teach him because he's young. But and Fitzpatrick's been around for a very long time. Yeah. So I'm sure that there's things that Tua could definitely take away from him. Hopefully, it's not like bad habits, but uh huh. But I like mean, the good, the good parts. Yeah, if he could take the good parts from it, then by all means. But I, I think, and you know, I'm, I'm still willing to stay by it. And I know it's bit me in the butt with the Browns because that year that they had a, a great draft, and you know, on paper everyone great looked like they were going to be great. I, I said it then. I was like, you know, they're, they're a team that is going to shine, and they could be a playoff contender, and they absolutely bombed. But you know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to say it one more time. I think I think Dolphins next year are going to look fucking fierce. And I know that Danny said maybe like in the next two or three years. But I honestly, dude, I'm going if they start Tua next season, I, I'm thinking I'm thinking they're going to run that division. See, I, I don't know about running that division because. I, I think the Bills are going to own that division. And then even the uh, the Patriots without Tom Brady, that's still the number one defense in the league. It's it's hard to say. I think Miami's going to look fire next year. But I don't know about playoffs and all that. I don't know about playoffs, but I think they're I, – I, I mean, no, nah, yeah, playoffs. I'm thinking at least one. You're thinking playoffs? One. I'm thinking at least – at least getting to playoffs, not not having to win the playoff game, but I think they at least get there, dude. This team is is like, I think they're going to be sneaky, like sneaky, sneaky with yeah. their wins. I really do like like, and I'm saying if they start to a man, I I really their defense got buffed up even before the draft. Their defense was getting buffed up. Oh yeah, I I think they, they had a very good free agency. Yeah, dude, I think they're gonna fucking rock next season. Well, we'll have to wait and see. I do really like their draft. They got an A minus. I would say an A plus. I would say an just A+ because because I love the Austin Jackson pick. Uh, that's a very good offensive tackle. He's gonna be able to protect Tua. He's very strong, very athletic. He's he's gonna be very good. Uh, I like uh, I like Robert Hunt out of Louisiana. They got him in the second round, and that was still a very good pick as well. Um, I like that they're beefing up that offensive line because uh, they even also drafted an offensive guard. I don't I don't not too familiar with uh, Solomon uh, Kindly. Uh, he's out of Georgia. Um, I saw like a little bit of his like stats and stuff when they drafted him. Uh, he looked pretty good, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I I give their I give their grade an A plus. Yeah, I give it an A plus all the way. I think they did stellar. I I I 
they're up there with one of my favorites for for the draft so far. Yeah, I think they did really good. So props to them. I mean, with all those picks, they fucking better have done good. So yeah, for real. <laughs> so uh, leading up to that is the Minnesota Vikings. They had the number twenty uh, second pick overall in the first round. Uh, they needed to address the wide receiver, cornerback, and offensive line. And I think it's safe to say that they pretty much did that. Yeah. They grabbed Justin Jefferson out of uh, LSU, which uh, he's a very good wide receiver. I think he's going to do good in this league. Um, Jeff uh, Gladly, which I had him as first-round talent. So that's that's really good that they got him. Uh, oh, no, they did get him in the first round. Scratch yeah, they got him right at the end of the first round. Right at the end of the first round. So that's actually where I, I expected him to go. So that's, a, again... They needed a corner. They they got rid of uh, uh, Xavier Rhodes, and I believe I don't think we covered that, but Xavier Rhodes signed with the Colts, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's good for the Colts. Um, good for the Vikings. Get rid of some of that cap space, um, and replacing him with uh, Jeff Glad Nilly Gladly. I don't know Gladly. Gladney, yeah, okay. I just couldn't, I couldn't say that for some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I like it. Yeah, and then uh, they addressed the other things: offensive tackle, um, Ezra Cleveland. Um, he's a very good out of Boise State. He's a very good. Uh, he's very athletic. Um, a little small for an offensive lineman, but still very, very good. And then there was one more kid that they drafted. Oh, uh, Michigan, uh, the safety. Uh, Josh uh, Met, uh, Metellus. Metellus. He's a very good safety. Very stout. Uh, I had him as one of my sleepers for him, uh, for the the draft, uh, for defensive sleepers, and uh, they got him. So I, I really like that pick as well. Yeah, I think overall they did pretty solid. Uh, they also had a lot of picks from that Stephon Diggs uh, trade, trade prior to the yeah. draft. So. They, I mean, I feel like the Vikings the past handful of years, like I would say, like what two to four years, have been pretty solid. Yeah. So, I think they'll continue to be a, a very solid team, and especially getting as much uh, talent out of the the draft this year is definitely going to help kind of mold where they want to be. Hopefully, they. I mean, I. I really like the idea of Thielen kind of being the number one there because I definitely yeah. feel like he was the number one even with Stefan Diggs there. And yeah. I, I'm not trying to knock Diggs at all, but like I said, I really feel like he kind of took away from Thielen instead of helping Thielen because of the amount of drama that Diggs had behind him. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like Thielen is definitely going to shine now. I'm just worried that since he is technically their number one, that he's going to get covered a lot because he is a great, great wide receiver. And the fact that you had Thielen and Diggs, you know, it's, it's in it that same scenario. For both when, of them. Yeah, when you have, like, basically two number one receivers, you, you're going to have to pick and choose which one you're going to double coverage. So my, my only worry now is since Diggs isn't there that he's just going to get double teamed the entire time and it's, it's really going to hurt his value. Yeah. But hopefully that doesn't happen. I'll go ahead and agree with the draft grade with the overall A. I think they did really good with the amount of picks that they had. 
I'll agree with the, their overall draft grade as well. I like uh, I like the A. And so bringing up next, the New England Patriots. No first round pick. Their biggest needs were quarterback, tight end, and safety. And they did not draft a single quarterback. They <laughs> did not. So that just leads me to believe that they're sticking with the current quarterback that they have, who was behind Tom Brady, Jared Stidham, I think is his name. Yeah, I think his name's Stidham, um, too. And I like Brian to know. Hoyer. Yeah, I, right? uh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, Brian Hoyer is also yeah. there. But I like uh, I like that kid. He's he's really good. He showed off in playoffs a lot. I just, I don't, I mean, I guess if they're going for that rebuild phase, then it would make sense that you just keep Jared Stidham because he at least has been there and he's been under Tom Brady. So I I, I think it's a better situation than drafting and, and trying to start over that way because in reality, you're pretty much starting over. So yeah. I think and they drafted, they drafted him last year. Yeah. So he's still on that rookie contract. I... You know, they were able to diversify the picks they have. Like you said, they already have a, a number one defense anyway. So honestly, I think they could have just focused purely on offense and been fine. But they yeah. still managed to grab a lot of defensive players. They, I think the the biggest ones overall was that they went back to back with tight end picks. Yeah, that was, and then uh, a kicker to follow up a pair of tight ends. Yeah, Bill Belichick and his dog, man, they they understood <laughs> what they needed. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so he, funny seeing his dog. He looked at his dog. He looked at his dog. He's like, "Did you put the pick in?" Yeah, dog looked at him like, "Yeah, I got you." Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> I also ordered treats while you were gone. <laughs> did you order? Did you order the pizza? Yeah. Did you put dog treats on it? Yeah, but I ordered you a regular cheese. <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like Bill Belichick just eats cheese pizza. I don't I know what it is. I feel like he eats the blandest shit ever. <laughs> yeah. He's like he's like no sauce, right? Yeah, no <laughs> sauce. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> Overall, um, they had a B for their draft grade, which. Um, I mean, if we're talking about, I guess, things that they needed, they, I mean, they drafted two tight ends and they drafted a safety, so they technically covered what they needed. I, 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 I think they could have had no draft picks and still been fine, though. Yeah. Honestly. I think it would be just because Belichick knows what he's doing. Yeah, like they could have taken a tight end with their first pick instead of a safety, and I think they still would have been fine. Because the only yeah. thing that they really need to replace was Van Noy. Yeah. Didn't he leave? So, I mean. Yeah, he went to the Dolphins. Yeah. So, I'm telling you that Dolphins defense is dirty, dude. Stupid, dude. Going to be so dumb. But, uh,. But yeah, no, I mean, overall, I'll, I, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and give them a B for Bill Belichick and his New England Patriots. Hey, I'll, um, yeah, I'll agree with it. I'll give him, uh, I'll give him B plus just because Belichick. Because that dog. Because the dogs. <laughs> What's his dog's name? I want to know his dog's name. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have the New Orleans Saints. 
They had the number 24th pick overall in the first round. They needed to address linebacker, wide receiver, and quarterback. Now, this was obviously before they grabbed James James Winston, which they still ended up um, drafting a quarterback anyways. They only had like four picks. Yeah, they didn't have very many. Um, And they grabbed a center, they grabbed a linebacker, a tight end, and a quarterback. So they did not grab any help wide receiver-wise, which... Yeah. I mean, sooner or later, they're going to figure out a game plan to shut down Thomas. But then they also did uh, sign... um, uh, what's it called? Emmanuel Sanders. So oh, I yeah, feel like right. he, he, he I feel like you could slash out that wide receiver thing because that's not really a need now, like for now, because yeah. Emmanuel Sanders is getting a little older, you know. Um, but he still got. I think he still got plenty of gas in that tank. Yeah, I mean, and, and the, to- they also have those other depth wide receivers. Like, dude, who's that? Their returner, the one that. Like averages like a twenty yard return every play, every time he touches the field when it comes to a punt or kick return. Do you know uh, who I'm talking about? No, not offhand. I don't. Oh god, let me pull up his name. But dude, the Saints have a returner. Where, dude, he's just so good. He every time he's on the field for returns, he's dude. He I think he averages like twenty yards a return. And that's fucking ridiculously good. I'm trying to just imagine punt who it is. Kicker returner 2019. God, for the life of me, I don't know. Dante Harris. Dante Harris. He's number 11. That kid is stupid, ridiculously good. Let me sorry, I just want to pull up his stats for so here's his receiving stats is six receptions, 24 yards, one touchdown. <laughs> this is his return stats. 31 returns, 982 returning yards. Jesus. Five touchdowns. From returns. From returns. Jesus Christ. That is st- Stupid. Not a very yeah, good receiver. Hell. But damn, dude, that 986 yard or uh, sorry, 982 yards returning on 31 returns. Oh, so no, no, it's not 31 returns. Oh, that's 31 rushing yards. Well, 982 return yards in one year. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, because that's because there's 17 games, right? Yeah. So that's that even if it's every single game, that's just shy of 60 yards return for every single game. Yeah. That is crazy still. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Jesus good. Christ. Uh I don't know why. I can't remember why I brought him up, but yeah. That's that's really oh, what we're talking about. <laughs> and they they having no oh their like, wide receiver depth. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I think with the Emmanuel Sanders, Grab Emmanuel Sanders, I think you can slash out that wide receiver need. Yeah, I I I don't know how For much now. faith I have in Sanders, but I guess he could still alleviate uh, pressure from Michael Thomas. So yeah, and you know honestly, I'm still up in the air on the Saints picking up Jameis Winston. Because if they don't keep him longer than a year, then you, you literally did nothing to help him. But if, you, <laughs> if you decide to keep him longer for a year, then I, I see where it could definitely benefit being under Drew Brees and Sean Payton and like actually learning and you know being able to really craft his skill. But if they only keep him for one year, like what's the point? You know, because he, he's I, not really going to learn enough. To, to do anything unless you try to plan to use him as like trade bait for the future and just being able to slap the sticker of he was he was here with us training for a year basically yeah because you're only going to get to play if Drew Brees goes down you know which I mean isn't very likely last year it's was not the first very time often. he went down yeah last year was a super weird fluke but he doesn't typically go down and the I would dude's, say dude's a terminator. <laughs> yeah. And I would say, I mean, even out of, you know, the entire game, they probably run what I on a high, like four to six different type of plays where they would bring in Teddy Bridgewater or Taysom Hill. Yeah. So and they signed Taysom Hill to to an extension, I think. Yeah. So it's like, I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't understand. Unless you plan on using it as trade bait, and like I said, just being able to slap your brand on it to like give him more, give Winston more value because he's only, I think, 26. So he's still really yeah. young. So I, uh, I, I don't know. But their, their overall draft grade was an A minus. I'll, I'm going to say it was, I feel like it was more of a B. Because they, other than the linebacker position, they didn't really draft anyone uh, to really help what they needed. Even if you can go ahead and you know scratch out the wide receiver and quarterback kind of uh, deal, plot, I just I feel like they still could have done something. Like they still could have drafted a wide receiver. Instead, they drafted a tight end. Like but they I did, like Jared they, Cook. They, I do like Jared Cook too, but Jared Cook is getting on the older side now as well. Yeah, I still think you got a couple years. Like, yeah, but then that's also good for the tight end to develop a little better because they did get them with the the hundred with their third pick, pick. Yeah, their third pick. So like, he's gonna need some time because this 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 draft wasn't big on tight ends. There wasn't any good tight ends. Like, there was no Gronks. There was no. That's what I mean. So why draft you know? a tight end at that point? Like, why would you not use it to draft a wide receiver instead and and to help even further with Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Thomas because you could bring in a wide receiver and have him learn, you know, at least from from Sanders for as long as he's there, you know? Yeah. I I think they could have done a little bit better, but, I mean, they're the Saints and they're always contenders. So it's not like... I don't know. That's why I, I, I feel like they... It's weird because... They have everything in position, but once it comes down to playoffs, they just they can't do anything with it. Yeah, but the one thing I am going to say now is I think the Bucks are going to be stout next year, but I'm calling a wild card for them. I'm sorry. The Saints are still taking that division all day. 
you want to bet a, a basket of chicken wings that the Bucks aren't the wild card? Bet. Oh wait, like, like the, like the, like. So the bet is if the the Bucks make take the division. So you're saying I'm, the Bucks I'm, take I'm, the division? I, it's a catch twenty two. I'm saying. The Bucks are either going to take the division or they're not going to get it at all. Still, so therefore, being that they're not the wild card pick, but or so they're basically not going to get in or they're going to get in, but it's not going to be because of a wild card. So even okay, if they so, win or lose, I win. Is what I'm saying. You're you're so saying the Saints are going to win the division overall. I'm saying, and you're and to add on to that, you you said that. The Bucks are going to get in by wild card. I'm I gonna, said I, if I said if they get in, they'll it'll only be get by in wild, as a wild card. Right, and so what I'm saying is they're either going to take the division or they're not going to do anything at all. Well, then no, I don't want to take that bet. <laughs> See, because both of us had catch twenty twos. I mean, either yeah. way, yeah, either way, I would have won. But I'm just saying, I'll, I'll, it, it's a basket of chicken wings. <laughs> no. If you, you take the bucks, if fucker. you, because that's just me buying you some chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> if if the take this bet, if the bucks make take the division, I'll buy you chicken wings. If the Saints take the division, you buy me chicken wings. That's just the same. That's just the initial bet minus the <laughs> the wild card. <laughs> yeah, because so, so exactly minus the wild card. Yeah, fuck it. I'll take it. Why not? Okay, deal. It's just chicken. You guys wings. heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, it's just chicken wings. Uh, overall, I like I like mine super spicy. <laughs> overall, a minus. I I am going with B still. I'm going with I'm going with C. I I don't think they. I mean, with the picks they had, they didn't really utilize their picks. Granted, the Saints are the Saints. Um, but if we're doing a draft grade, I'm giving them a C. All they okay. did was draft the linebacker. Betty, Betty, respectable. All right, so the New York Giants, the number four pick overall in the first round, their biggest needs, tackle, edge, and cornerback. How do you think they did overall? I like their draft. You like their draft? I, 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 like, I wouldn't give them an A or nothing, but I think they did a very good draft um, with addressing their needs. And grabbing Andrew Thomas with the fourth pick, that's the best tackle coming into the league. He is ready to start. He is going to be easily adapted into um, the NFL speed. I think he's going to do great. He's huge. Yeah. <laughs> he's let me, hold on, let me pull his stuff up. Hold on. Well, I appreciate dude's, that they are drafting a line. Yeah, dude, 6'5", 315 pounds. Yeah, and super athletic, <laughs> and super athletic, dude, so fast. <laughs> he's 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 worth the fourth round pick. Yeah. Then they I, grabbed. Uh, oh, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Well, I, I no, I was just gonna capitalize. I I I think that their first pick was pretty stellar too. As I much even as like I their hate second. saying it. Yeah, of course you do. Um. I, I like their second pick too, Alabama safety, Xavier uh, McKinney. I think when me, you, and Danny were like uh, 
So during the draft, guys, uh, we had we we had a morning spill, like just group chat, just talking about the draft, each pick kind of thing. Me and Jacob were doing a game where we would uh, we would guess uh, they would go offense or defense. The first round we did like who we were really thought they were going to pick, uh, but after that we did offense and defense. Um, and if we were wrong, we would take a drink. So me and Jacob got pretty drunk that day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, when we were doing that, I was saying, dude, I like Xavier McKinney. I think he's first round talent. Um, he ended up going in the second round um, at uh, number 36 and they grabbed him. I mean, sure, they need a corner, but you don't pass on a safety that good, especially like Jacob, you always say he's coming out of Alabama. Yeah. You know, like Alabama players are always ready to go and always super stout. Yeah, they're just bred for it. Like they're like like yeah. we said in the last one, like players from like LSU's, your Auburn's, Alabama, you know, your Oklahoma's, your your real big name teams, like they're just they're they're automatic starts. Yeah, like the way that they're yeah. built is just ridiculous. There's been very few busts. Very yeah. few. Like honestly, you could probably count it on one hand. Yeah. Uh, then after that. With uh, the 99th pick, they grabbed Matt Pira or uh, Perton, Perit, uh, offensive Pert. tackle from Kentucky. <laughs> I didn't know too much about him, but then I looked up some of his stuff, his like uh, his like game uh, footage and stuff, and he looks like he's going to be very good as well. I like that they are addressing that line because that line is atrocious. Yeah, I, uh, I let's, just let's, appreciate that they're giving their quarterback a standing chance now. Who's their quarterback? Okay, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, Danny Dimes. Is it uh, Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. Yeah. Because now Eli's gone. Eli's retired. Yeah. I think Eli retired at the right time. <laughs> uh, I think he should have retired maybe a year earlier. Maybe yeah, maybe sure. a year earlier. Yeah. <laughs> but now, okay, good. You're gone. Enjoy your life. Jones has obviously showed that he can be the man. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's shown that he he's definitely a franchise quarterback. Um, overall, their draft grade was a B plus. I I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because they also had a substantial amount of picks and they pretty much. I mean, they didn't cover really like the uh, the edge position, but dude, they beefed up the the offensive line, which I think is something that they really really needed. So and they addressed that, that back half, and they addressed that back half dirty good. Yeah, um, so. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them an A minus. I like. I like their draft. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, next great. up, we have the New York Jets. They had the number eleventh pick overall. They needed to address wide receiver, cornerback, and edge. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say I think the Jets had one of the better drafts, if not the best draft this year. Oh, yeah, dude. I was, okay, I was really hoping you were going to say that. For some reason in my mind, I thought you were going to say, like, the, like, they did not do as good as everyone thinks they did. Dude, no, I think they I, had I think a they did very good draft. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I like 
all of their picks, honestly. Like, they did really good. I really hate that Robbie Anderson left. Um, that oh, yeah. One of Me that, too. One of the first years I, when I picked him up in fantasy, I picked him up uh, off the waiver wire, and he just did phenomenal. And then the next year, he didn't do so hot. But um, that's also, I think, quarterback issues and not being able to stay healthy for, for the quarterback position. And he was kind of in and out with, like, kind of not not bad like um criminal stuff but he definitely like kept getting suspicious uh with with a certain thing with certain things but looking suspect overall, out there yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, overall <laughs> i really suspect. liked him though but i i think they i think they drafted really fucking good and i'm actually really excited for the jets i i think they're gonna do really good yeah um i agree um that first pick, uh, grabbing Beckton out of Louisville, he, he was another top uh, lineman coming in, and there wasn't many. So everyone expected them to grab a wide receiver, but there's a lot of wide receivers coming into this draft that have very high ceilings. Yeah, and you know, overall, so address was a very high wide receiver draft. Like there was yeah. a lot. So I think grabbing Beckton over like. Uh, who was there? There was like Rugs and CD Lamb and all them. Still, um, th- they made the better choice grabbing offensive tackle because they do need it. Like it's weird yeah. that it's not in their biggest needs, but it kind of is one of their biggest needs. Sam Darnold. Oh yeah. Time. Well, not only that, but they they needed to create uh, better opportunities for Le'Veon Bell, which I yeah, think goes exactly. goes to show that. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is not just as talented as everyone thought he was. Uh, you know, obviously yeah. at Pittsburgh, the offensive line helped him out a lot. Um, it's a very good I offensive think that line. Really, yeah, and I think that really showed whenever he went to the Jets, which I called was not a good idea because they weren't going to be able to open up uh, holes for him. So I, I think he really lost value going there, but if they can fix up that line, I mean, you still have like a top five running back. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, sorry, I had to sneeze. Um, Bless you. Thank you. And then, um, then with the 59th pick, they grab uh, Denzel Mims, Baylor's really wide receiver. Him. I liked it. What was that? No, I just said I liked it. Oh, Okay. I, I, you said it sounded like you were like I really lied. I was like, "What'd you lie oh. about? You didn't, you didn't actually bless me? What the hell? <laughs> you ain't right. You ain't right." No, yeah, I liked it too. Um, very, very good wide receiver. I think he, uh, it's gonna take some time for him to develop, but I think he does have a very good ceiling. Um, then th- their 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 draft was very spread out. Um, the only weird thing was they did draft a running back. Don't I think, think you needed it. I well, I think you. I think you kind of realize that you don't trust uh, Ty Montgomery behind Le'Veon Bell. Bell. Yeah, and I even that. with the the other rookie or maybe not rookie, but uh, obviously didn't play a lot. But the guy who's behind Montgomery, who whenever both uh, Bell and Montgomery were out, like everyone was hyping him up and it's like you know. 
typically if, if it's not, you know, this person or this person, I wouldn't recommend starting them for fantasy, but like he had high regards of like, he was going to blow up. Like he was going to have a blow up game because the matchup was perfect. Weather was perfect. And he did garbage. So I think they were like, you probably should invest in someone else just in case the Le'Veon Bell gets hurt again. So yeah, I, I understand it. Yeah. Um, I also like, uh, them grabbing, which I I was surprised that he dropped kind of low. Um, was Bryce Hall out of Virginia, the cornerback? Yeah. Um, I had him not like super higher, but like around higher because I think they grabbed him in like the fourth round. I had him as a third round talent. Um, I really like that as well. Yeah, I I they have an A minus. I think it's it's a solid A for sure. Um. But I, I mean, I, I'm going to give them an A plus. Honestly, I'm going to give them an A plus. I think they drafted beautifully. I, I really like it. And like I said, even though I'm giving them like a solid A, I still think that they had like one of the best drafts. So yeah, take the letter grade with a grain of salt, I guess. And mm-hmm. next up, we have the big dumb Philadelphia Eagles. They have the <laughs> number 21 pick overall. <laughs> Their biggest needs were uh, defensive back, wide receivers, and safety. And instead of them getting C.D. Lamb, they got uh, the TCU wide receiver, Jalen Rager, Rogar, something. Oh, Rager. I honestly, I think we just grabbed C.D. Lamb just so the the, the Eagles could Eagles couldn't grab him. Honestly. I agree. I think so too. I mean, that's another weapon for the Cowboys, but I think that's the reason you guys did it too. Yeah, because you guys didn't want to go against him. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I mean, he's smart, but I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm not a big fan of the Eagles. Um, well, of course you're not. You're a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I think it goes a little. <laughs> of course, bit but then again, Cowboys. But fan. then again, your favorite tight end is on the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the one exception. Like, I, there's just something, and I I will still argue that he's like number one, if not for sure number two. But we're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> Jacob, don't make me mad. Make uh, me mad. <laughs> uh, overall, I mean, uh they I was kind of confused. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, because it, you know, I guess having a backup is always a good idea, and especially when your quarterback is always hurt. Yeah, uh, I just I don't know. I don't Wentz, really care for Hurts either. <laughs> that's the depth chart. Wentz. Wentz hurts. <laughs> <laughs> he gets hurt. He definitely does. <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. Uh, I mean, overall, I, I guess they addressed what they needed. Um, yeah. So, it, for the purpose of drafting what they needed, I will give them a, an A at least because they they did, like I said, they got what they needed. They were able to even get a backup for Wentz. So that was yeah. And, I'm going. They they I'm going went, a like, as well. They also went really heavy uh, wide receiver. Because they, I think of all teams, they definitely needed to go heavy wide receiver. So oh yeah, for sure. They because DJX, yeah, he didn't pan out. He didn't pan out. Um, is is also Jeffrey leaving now, or is he still? I don't know. Contract? But 
I mean, both of them, I mean, they, they just, got hurt a lot. Yeah, injuries, man. It, it's hard to overcome that. Yeah, so, they don't have depth on the wide receiver. So I, I appreciate them going heavy wide receiver. Um, I think it was a smart bet, you know. I, like, like I want to compare it to, like, the Niners wide receiving core, but not as, like, just the way they're trying to do it, not, like, how right. good it is. Because the Niners wide receiving core is dirty good, and every one of our wide receivers is on a rookie contract. Yeah. You draft a bunch of wide receivers, one of them is me- is bound to pan out. Um, with the Niners, just all of them panned out very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you draft a bunch of wide receivers, one of them is bound to be a star. Two of them, hopefully. If all of them do, dope, you know? Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Pittsburgh Steelers, they also didn't have a first-round pick. Uh, yeah. And their biggest Why? Why were... did they have it? Who do they choose? Honestly, I, I I don't Oh, uh Mika Fitzpatrick. Oh, that's which right. was worth it. I fucking dude, I love oh, Mika yeah. Fitzpatrick. Oh yeah, me too. Dude, I, when the I, Dolphins God, let him I, go, I was like, yeah. oh my god. Oh, dude, I re- dude, if Mika Fitzpatrick was on that Dolphins team now, oh my oh, god, you could chalk it up. They would for sure take that division. Yeah, they would. But uh but and yeah, he just so, went off at the Steelers, dude. He did. He made he made the <laughs> Dolphins look dumb for getting rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean that they they were able to get a first round pick out of it. So I mean I guess it's it's not terrible. But I would have. I, I I think it if it if the first round pick they got out of it was the fifth pick, then the trade was worth it. But if not, I think you could have hung on to Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So, but that's just me. Uh, but overall, they did pretty solid as well. They they their overall draft grade was an A minus. The I think the, I mean, they definitely needed help wide receiver. They, I don't know how I feel about the running back. I mean, Connor did get pretty banged up last season, and they it seemed like the running back. That they that they had, they didn't really pan out the way that they wanted them to. Is what Jalen Samuels? Like. Yeah, so like they kept like going like from Samuels to Washington, right? Or is Washington yeah. the receiver? Uh, no, yeah, Washington's the receiver. Yeah, it so was, it was uh, Samuels and someone. It was else. uh, it was uh, what's his name? Benny um, Snell. Benny Snell. Yeah. And so, and and Samuels also was one of those where it was like this matchup for Samuels was going to be the the best matchup, and he was going to explode in fantasy. And I picked him up that week and started him, and he also did garbage. And it was the same week that I picked up the Jets running back as well. So my running back positions got me like a total of five points, if that. It was dude so uh, upset. Quick note: I don't think it was last year, but um, the year before. In playoffs, uh, James Conner went down. Uh, Jalen Samuels came into the league as a tight end, and they transferred him to running back. But in fantasy, they had him as a tight end. So in my tight end slot, I had a running back. And that was when Jalen Samuels was doing very well. So I was running four running backs. Because <laughs> I always use I always use a running back in my slot. I just feel like it's worth it kind of thing. Um, just depending kind of thing, like who I have. But dude, it was it was 
it was great. It was like the best thing in the world. <laughs> this guy. Um, they, but I mean, with their first pick though that they had, they drafted their wide receiver, which is nice. I mean, Juju definitely needs help. And, you know, he also was injured. And then the fact that it was Mason Rudolph, I just don't think that he did really well with the the receiving core. So, well, it's because Mason Rudolph's a left-handed quarterback. It's that's why Washington had very like good games because, well, because uh, Rudolph and Washington went to the same school. They went to school together. So you already have that chemistry. But, dude, transferring, that ball spin is so different when you're catching from a right-handed quarterback to a left-handed quarterback. It's really different. And a lot of times, Juju would catch it, come pull it down, and it would just slip out of his hands because that ball rotation's different now. You know, Yeah, but like, you would think as a receiver, you would, you would have to be able to even still catch that. Because if, yeah. especially the situation that they were put in where Big Ben goes down and you know he's out the entire season, so you know that you're going to have a lefty throwing to you the entire time, you think that you would take the time to get in some extra practices or something and to just to really, adjust. Yeah, to adjust to it. So I, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't think that should count as Be an excuse. excuse. Um, although I still just feel like he, Mason Rudolph is just, I don't know. He just didn't didn't look good to me. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I was really surprised the Steelers didn't try to go for like Winston or Mariota. Honestly, that's what I was thinking because even when Big Ben comes back, how long do you really expect to get out of him? Because Big Ben's getting old. Yeah, he's getting old. You know, like I'm not going to be surprised if. He's like, I want to retire this year or after this year, you know? Like, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I just don't see that panning out. Um, they, I think they should have grabbed a, a quarterback at, at least just to have some sort of insurance. Uh, but overall, they had a A minus. I will give them the benefit of the doubt and give them a B plus. I'll give them a. Uh, a B. I'll give him a B. Charlotte B. All right. And the next up on Charlotte list B <laughs> is the San Francisco 49ers. They My had the 14th overall pick. It said that they needed wide receivers, defensive tackle, and offensive line. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Uh, no. I think we needed a... I, I guess they... Don't think like I can understand why whoever made this thing, ESPN, whoever it was, um, addressed it that we needed a like needed them, but I felt like we needed a speedy corner. Like okay. I felt like that's the biggest need we needed. I understand we got rid of D. Buckner and Emmanuel Sanders, um, but I still don't think we needed to replace them because we've got plenty of depth when it comes to those positions. I wanted a corner, but I'm perfectly fine with what we got with our first pick. We actually traded back, which I assumed we were going to. Um, and then we grabbed uh, J uh, Javon Kinlaw, um, which is essentially we traded Buckner to get a cheaper Buckner. 
Yeah. Um, granted, Buckner's a Hawaii boy. I'm going to be a little biased. I'm really sad we got rid of him. Um, <laughs> but I, I like grabbing Javon Kinlaw. He's very good, especially in the inside the trench. Oh, sorry. I had a burp. Um, inside the trenches, he's he's got a very high ceiling. I really like it a lot. Then we grabbed uh, Brandon Ayu, uh, Ayuku. Ayuka, um, he he's basically diet Debo. Yeah, he's just like Debo, like just diet. <laughs> like I really like that we grabbed him. Um, I think he's gonna pan out very well. Um, but like I said, our wide receiver depth's very good. We have Debo, we have Pettis, we have Bourne. Trent Taylor's coming back now. Like. Didn't see the big need for a wide receiver, but I really trust our front office. I think our front office is super smart. Then we grabbed Virginia, uh, West Virginia offensive tackle Colt. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to say McKivitz. McKivitz, yeah. Um, I guess I don't know. Like our offensive, ta- our offensive line is like really a bunch of no names except for like two players. Um, which was Joe Staley and uh, McGlinchey. So I guess I can understand like trying to get some offensive tackles because our offensive ta- line is very well, honestly. I think they did very good last year compared to the years before that. Yeah, um, there's plenty of holes. I mean, we we had like what one of the best rushing, um, best rushing yards when it comes to overall all running backs in the league. We had one of the best r- rushing games. Um. So I I guess I understand grabbing a younger offensive tackle because a lot of them are on the older side. And then Joe Staley, I want to throw this out here. Joe Staley did retire. I love you, Joe. You have done greatness for our team. I'm glad you get to ride off in the sunset. Super sad you didn't get to go out with a ring, but I love you, Joe. Then we go out. And who do we grab from Washington? Jacob, do you know do, do, do you know who we grabbed from Washington? I'm going with no. You really don't? I don't know either. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we grabbed Trent Williams from the Redskins. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Perfect player to replace Joe Staley. Um, we essentially got a better Joe Staley. Like, not saying Joe Staley is not one of the best offensive tackles. He could go down um, into the Hall of Fame for offensive tackles kind of thing. Um, But grabbing Trent Williams was super good. We did lose a couple picks from that, but I'm not tripping. It is what it is. Um, That was a good replacement. Then we grabbed tight end um, uh, Charlie uh, Warner from Georgia. I guess we're just trying to get some other tight ends. A lot of our tight ends are a bunch of nobodies, except for the the greatest tight end in the league, uh, George Kittle. <laughs> That's a weird hashtag, way to say Zach Ertz. <laughs> hashtag not Zach Ertz. Um, <laughs> and then we grabbed another wide receiver, which again, I just I'm not big on on needing wide receivers. You know, like. All our wide receivers are still on rookie contracts. I think the oldest wide receiver we have is Trent Taylor. 
And he's not going to expect anything big because he's been hurt a lot. But when he's out there, he's out there. He's like a Wes Welker, you know, very good in the slot. He's on the smaller side, but still very good. Yeah. As a Niner fan, I am going to give our, we have a B plus. I'm, I'm actually going to give us a B minus just because I felt like we drafted. I don't, I don't see the need for wide receivers. Like, yeah, that's the only reason. Actually, I and and not just to try to knock it because of you know bad blood between Cowboys and 49ers, anyways. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I honestly, I'm going like C minus, maybe a C just because, like, you're kind of saying, like, what was really the point of grabbing two more receivers when you already have a hell of depth, like. Wide receiving, wide receiving court, so young, so tight in. Like it just, it just doesn't make sense when you look at it from our angle. So unless you're like in the like you know the front office, then you you know you definitely understand why you drafted it. But as of right now, I just I don't see it. So I I'm actually going to give them like a C minus or a C. Yeah, see, like, and I can't even like argue with you about that. Like I can't even be mad with that grade because. I do love our first overall pick. It was great. Thought it was beautiful. Um, like the offensive tackle. The tight end, I can understand. We 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 do need depth on the tight end position, even though Kittle never is fucking hurt. Um, but he was out a game or two. You know what I mean? So yeah. I could see grabbing a tight end. Um right now I know there's deals going on. I know the Niners are interested in OJ Howard and um Evan Ingram. Um, from the Giants, which I really want Evan Ingram over O.J. Howard. Um, but if we don't end up being able to strike a deal with that, then I guess another good young tight end would be good, especially learning from Kittle. Yeah. But the wide receivers, I, I, I don't see the point. I do like Brandon Ayaku. I do a lot. Um, I think he's going to do really good in the league. I just don't see the point in grabbing him. So that's why I'm giving us, yeah, I'm giving us a B minus. All right. Well, we have the Seattle Seahawks up next. They had the 27th overall pick. Their biggest needs were an edge, offensive line, and tight end. I think personally, they did really good with their first pick with Jordan Brooks. And oh, yeah. I think they did, I would say, they did pretty good. I, I like would say their first, yeah, their first day they did good, and even like the second round picks, I think they did really good. Uh, the rest of it, though, I don't really understand. They didn't. I mean, I guess having a, a running back is good if Chris Carson goes down again. Um, they Which I do still, like. I do like DJ Dallas out yeah. of Miami. I, I he is a really good running back, so I could see. Because running back has been their biggest issue since yeah. Marshall left. And look at when Marshall came back, they really they really did good. <laughs> like honestly. And I hate yeah. Seattle. I hate I hate Seattle with a goddamn passion. <laughs> I hate that like I, I'm not even sorry, Seattle. I hate Seattle Seahawks. Cause most of you guys don't even know who Sean Alexander is. With oh, a man. shout out to my boy. With a shout out to my boy Gabe, because 
to our boy Gabe because we know he's a diehard yeah. Seattle fan. You know, there's only a few. Um, but the rest of you, you know, you you, you probably still think Matt Hasselbeck sucks. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? I'm right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, overall, they had a B for the draft grade. I will agree with that. I think, I mean, going towards the end and getting a couple wide receivers is definitely going to help. But, yeah, I definitely agree with with the B overall. I'll give them I'll give them a B as well. I'll give them a B minus just because I didn't see the point in needing wide receivers. You got um, DK Metcalf, who's going to be your number one Oh. Honestly, Tyler Lockett should be the number one receiver. Oh, yeah. But I feel like DK DK Metcalf is eventually going to take over that number one spot. Um, and then I do like grabbing uh, DJ Dallas because, I mean, yeah, like I said, running backs hasn't really panned out for them. Um, then grabbing Darrell Taylor, defensive end. Um, they, they addressed that edge. So... Actually, no, I'm going to give them the B. I just I just don't like the them grabbing wide receivers. I felt like it wasn't a need, just like with the Niners. All right. But Next I still hate you. on our list is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the 13th pick overall. Their biggest needs were a offensive lineman, an edge, and a safety. I think they killed it with their first pick. I think they fucking killed, killed it, with it their too. Pick. Like, dude. Oh my god, I, dude! Bucks is really another like one of it. those things. Yeah, Bucks is another one of those teams that did great in the draft. Yeah, I think Tristan Wilkes, dude. Brady is gonna have all fucking day to throw. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think. I mean, I don't really see the need for the wide receiver draft pick again. But I agree. I appreciate the running backs that they drafted uh, just because they've never had a run game and the two bozos that you have there you need to get rid of. So I'm hoping you bring in these two to get just completely rid of the two that you have. Um, Overall, I think they should have been at a solid A, not a B plus. Dude, okay, think of this scenario. What if the Bucks did go out and grab Todd Gurley. I'm saying that I I said they should have. Dude, because if they would have grabbed Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley in the backfield, Gronk and OJ Howard as tight end. Quick shout out if because we I don't think we were able to cover this yet. Gronk is back in the league and he is at the Bucks. I don't I, I don't like the fact that Gronk is back, honestly. I'm not You thrilled. don't uh, no, I think he should have stayed in retirement. I, I just he's gonna get hurt. I give him four games, and I bet he gets hurt. I think he just needed time to heal up. Of nah. course, that fool has been drinking like a bad man, yeah, and he, you he know has, damn well he's he sweats alcohol. Gronk, come party with me, bro. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Overall, I I think they drafted really good. Uh, like I said, I I think it's definitely like a solid A. Agreed. Now, Solid the for sure. Tennessee Titans, they had the 29th pick overall. Their biggest needs were offensive line, corner, and edge. And I think they pretty much nailed all of that. What they needed. Yeah. Yeah. Except, um, yeah, like, I, I, I think they did good. 
they needed an edge, but they 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 didn't draft an edge, but they did grab uh, what's his name, uh, Morel Merchinson or something. No, the well him too, but also um from the Falcons. Oh, Vic Beasley. Oh yeah, Vic Beasley. Who I think will pan out good. I think he'll pan out at the Titans, especially because that defense is already very stout. Um, but yeah, dude, they they nailed everything they needed on the head. Grabbed Isaiah Wilson with their first pick, offensive tackle from Georgia. He's gonna be great. Uh, Christian Fluton from uh, or Futon. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, from <laughs> LSU. Uh, it's gonna be great. I I don't know what the running back thing. I I still think they should have paid Derrick Henry and franchise tagged uh, Ryan Tannehill. I think it was stupid that they paid Tannehill and did not pay Henry. Yeah. Um. Then grabbing a tackle, um, grabbing another QB just in case. Cole McDonald. He's from Hawaii. He's not a Hawaii boy, but he's from Hawaii State. Uh, UH Manoa. Um. And then grabbing Chris Jackson, DB Adam Marshall. I give their they they have a a B plus dude. I give them an A honestly. Yeah, I I I give them like an A minus. I think they covered what they needed. Like I said, other than like the edge specifically, but I think but they did do that in free. They did do that in free agency. Yeah. So. So that's why I give them an A. They didn't dra- – like, I, their first-round pick, beautiful. That was a perfect pick. Offensive tackles going off the board. You need an offensive tackle, grab them. Especially because yeah. um, uh, uh, Jack Calkin went to the Browns. Okay. Who's yeah, they, they did. They did good. Uh, so, last on our list is the – Washington Redskins with the number two pick overall, they needed to address their offensive line, the wide receiver, and cornerback. They grabbed the best edge rusher uh, in the Ar- draft, probably the best arguably, player in the draft. That's what I was going to say. Arguably the best player in the draft. Yeah, super solid. They grabbed a running back with their second pick in the third round end of the second round beginning of third round which i like because the running backs that they have just can't stay healthy anyways so yeah. they definitely need someone uh they grabbed an offensive tackle they grabbed a center i mean they i think they did really well in the draft so the defensive side to this team might be able to like really buff up, especially with grabbing Chase Young, who I think influences people around him. I think that oh, defense yeah, is sure. going to definitely perform way better than what we expect, I think. See, or, especially they, from previous years. They really did it like like with Washington they kind of need everything, but they're not like the Bengals where they, they need everything, you know what I mean? Right. Um but with grabbing Chase Young He's just another – like, they didn't need an edge rusher, but he's just another one of those talents you for damn sure don't pass on. Yeah, you would be dumb. You would be stupid, which the Bengals honestly – not saying I don't like Joe Burrow, but I think Chase Young should have been the first overall pick. 
I, 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 I definitely agree. But it just kind of lined up perfectly for the Bengals because they definitely needed a quarterback. Um, yeah. I just think but, they needed a lot more. Yeah. Well, the Redskins got a overall A minus. I actually agree with that A minus. Yeah, I agree with the A minus as well. So I, I think you know what? Actually, bump it up to an A. I I think they addressed everything they really did need because even their biggest needs it shows like certain things. But I know they needed other things, and they addressed those other things. So I'm gonna give them a solid A. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm still gonna stick with an A minus. I mean, it, they did what they needed to. I o- overall, who was your favorite uh, draft team? Miami, not just Miami. because Tua, because I think they drafted fucking beautifully. Yeah. After I'm, that, I'm. Go ahead. After that, then Ravens. <laughs> I, I'm going with the I'm going with the Jets. I think overall they did fucking fantastic, and I I'm excited to to see what they do. I just want them to be better than the Giants, honestly. But yeah, all right. Well, that was the draft in a nutshell for 2020, the first digital draft, which essentially we just did. Yeah, pretty (laughs) much. (laughs) Was there any picks you would have changed? Um. Yeah, I still think that we as Cowboys should have grabbed a better cornerback instead of grabbing the wide receiver first pick. But that's about it. I agree. Um. And actually the same with the Niners. I think we should have, like with our first pick, I like it. Um, with our second pick, we should have drafted a corner instead of a wide receiver. Yeah. Well, hopefully this year will shine new beginnings for for my team and I guess your team too. I feel like you're, you have a better chance of getting into the, the Super Bowl again. But, I mean... I guess we'll never know. Hopefully everyone stays healthy and we get to actually have a football season. So with that being said, do you have any last words? Um, I, I hope you all at home are staying safe. I, with this whole pandemic, I know it's rough on everybody, but it's just something I felt like we should address. Just stay safe out there, you know? Practice social distancing. Try to stay home as much as you can. And Luca for MVP. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you get a little heartfelt there at the end. Uh, Trey mm-hmm. is also uh, helping families in need. You can call him at 808. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> All right. Well, well <laughs> uh, as always. Yeah, I'm stay Luca. away from me. <laughs> and I'm Trey. <laughs> to the morning spill sports podcast podcast make sure to check us out on twitter and on instagram and feel free to shoot us a message until next time